Freeing yourself from the corporate world is a big deal. So the decision on what you do next can't be taken overnight. I know once you've made the choice to make the move, you want to get going as soon as possible. But if you don't invest in time to think about it and get clear on the right approach for you, you could end up on another wrong path. Yes, you need to find something that will give you the lifestyle you crave and the income you need. But most importantly, you need to find something that you love doing and will continue to love so you don't find yourself in a similar situation in another three to five years wanting to escape from your next job. That's why taking your time to explore your passions and find those with career potential is an essential starting place for any career move. Passion is emotion. It's how you feel when you're doing something. So your passions are the things that invoke that emotion, that feeling of excitement and enthusiasm, and give you that energy and drive. If you don't consider them when choosing your next career, it's like buying a car and not having any fuel to drive it. In this episode, I'm sharing why I believe starting with finding and being sure about your passion is the best approach and the hard lessons I learned through experience that taught me just that. I'm also talking about how being playful with your passions, diving into learning and research and trying out different career options for size can set you up for success with your move from the corporate world into an exciting new direction. If you want to know how to work out what to do next in your career and to avoid the mistakes I made, then this episode is for you. So are you ready to learn more? Then let's dive in. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. I get it. You finally made the decision to leave your job, to break free from your corporate career and go and do something with more meaning, more impact or just something you actually enjoy for once, and you want to make it happen now. It can be oh so very tempting to latch on to the first idea you have because you're desperate to make the move or just plain excited about moving forward into a new life. Maybe you've seen someone else leave and do something that's worked for them, or you've read about how a particular career or business could be lucrative, or maybe you have a hobby that is something you enjoy doing and you think it could become something more. You may also have been thinking about that one day dream you've always fantasized making happen. So you hear someone has done well being a coach or a photographer or opening up their own online store and you think, hmm, maybe I can do the same. You think you found a gap in the market and can make a killing. And it doesn't matter that you don't really know much about the topic or that you're not even sure you would like to work in that field. You grab on to an idea and decide that is what you're doing and move on with your plans intent on making it happen. Particularly if you're a personality like me, which is action orientated and thrives when you have a goal, I hate being in that indecision stage and just want to get into action. But I learned quite early in my career that leaping before looking really can waste time and energy in the long run. So it was about five years into my career and my sister got terminal cancer. It was a brain tumour and my world turned upside down. Practically overnight, I left my 20-something, carefree party life in London 
and returned to Dublin and moved back in with my parents and my sister. Now, I 100% wanted to do this as we all wanted to be together and wanted to support my sister and each other and basically make the most of the time she'd left. But it was still a sudden and massive change. And look, when you go through that kind of change, particularly when it involves illness of yourself or a loved one, you really start reevaluating everything. You start thinking about your life and what you want from it and if you're truly making the most of it. I think more than ever, everyone can relate to this now. You've all done that kind of reflection in some form or another over the last two years of the COVID pandemic. So many people are realising that they were just existing rather than living, or that their life lacked meaning, or just that they wanted to achieve more in their lives. It's been a wake-up call on a global scale. Well, at that time, my sister's illness was that for me. I realised I was not sure about my career choice, which, to be honest, actually hadn't been a choice. I'd just fallen into it. I'd gone to London, gone to a temp agency to get some short-term work, and was hired by the recruitment company that interviewed me. And that's how I ended up in recruitment. Yes, it was okay, but did I love it? Was it something I dreamed of doing? Could I see myself in it long-term? Well, the answer was no, no, and no. And as I was back at home, I realised it was a great opportunity to reset. And looking back, it was the time when I could have escaped corporate before I got swallowed up into it. But it didn't quite go that way. I got thinking about potential career paths, and this is where I made my first mistake. I don't think... I didn't think about what I enjoyed, what I was passionate about, what I loved doing. I focused on what were established, inverted commas, good careers that would make the good money and that other people would respect. So I thought about professions and other corporate type desk jobs. I didn't consider anything outside the box like writing or design or anything creative. I had a very narrow view of the working world and my career transition ideas were boxed into that small world. I was only 25 and I could easily have retrained in anything at that point. I didn't even consider it. Now, part of that was a sign of the times where there are less options and they were not as easy to find when they were there. We had the internet, but social media was still in its early days. So it was harder to find alternative careers. We're so much luckier now. So after pretty limited thinking, I focused on law. I'd just done three weeks of jury duty and had really enjoyed the legal process and a friend of mine had just changed career to law as well. So it was in the front of my mind and I thought this could be what I'm looking for. I thought this was my epiphany moment. This is what I'm meant to be doing. I excitedly imagined that one day in the future I would tell people that this was when my life would change and I started on my successful legal career. I told myself this is what was meant to be. And that is where I made my second mistake. I didn't do any research to back it up on whether I would really like working in law. It was all kind of an an idea. What the reality of working as, as a solicitor actually was, I didn't really go into. I didn't look at what type of law I might want to practice or what it would mean to go back and start at the beginning as an apprentice. I decided that is what I would do. And I immediately went out and looked for law conversion courses. After that, it was all systems go. I studied law for two years, completed and passed the Law Society of Ireland's exams, which are not easy, I can tell you, and got myself in a position of finding an apprenticeship. By this time, my sister had sadly passed away after a very brave fight. And only then did I actually really start to think about what it meant going into an apprenticeship. I started speaking to other trainees and also solicitors about the day-to-day job in preparation for interviews. And the more I researched and prepared, the more disenchanted I became. 
I couldn't think about how to answer the question of why I really wanted to be a solicitor, apart from the money, status and an academic enjoyment of law. It was like the blinkers had been removed and I could see that my single-minded focus had brought me into a place that was not quite what I thought it would be. I just did not have the passion to sustain the energy and time I would need to put into starting at the bottom and working my way up in the legal world. Even when I did get more senior level and had the income to match, the actual work was really not what I wanted to be doing. Looking back, had I really played with the idea, really researched, experimented, not just with the law idea, but with other options, other career paths right from the start, I might not have found myself three years down the line still with no clue what to do. No doubt I had thrown myself into something that was academically challenging to give me something else to focus on other than the emotions of the time, but I had done so without much thought of what I was actually doing. So maybe you too are emotional now. Maybe you've lost people to COVID or perhaps you've just seen others lose people and you're feeling this pull to escape to do something more with your life. Or the time at home has made you realise that you're on the wrong path. And that's great and you should act on your gut instinct. But don't let the emotion overcome your thought processes and pull you in the wrong direction. So what did I end up doing? Well, I went back to London and recruitment and then eventually found my way into learning and development which was something I did really enjoy and was successful in. Ten years later, when I again was questioning my corporate career and what I wanted after my own health scare, I had learnt my lesson and thought long and hard about what I wanted before I made my leap. So the moral of the story here is don't make the same mistakes as I did back then and make sure that you're working towards something that's right for you before you invest any time, money and energy in it. Driving full pelt into the wrong thing won't get you anywhere. The main things I learned were to start with your passions, things you love that have meaning and purpose. What works for one person may not necessarily work for you. Following the money or lifestyle something can bring you is a recipe for unfulfillment. Not to focus on one thing too early, to take your time and have faith in the process. And when you've narrowed down your passions, play with them, research and experiment. Yes, finding your passion is key and the first thing you should consider. But the next most important step is getting absolutely clear and sure it's the right one. And what is the best way to harness it to help you have the lifestyle and income that you want? Playing with your passions means exactly that. Playing with them, having fun with them. We sometimes put our hobbies last, dismissing them as not important or less important than everything else in our lives. If you have a hobby you've not been making time for, then make it a goal to take some time out to do it. Like if you have photography as a hobby and you're thinking of turning that into a career, before you even start thinking about monetizing it, enjoy it, spend more time with it, indulge your passion for it and simply delight in the time spent doing what you love. Let it grow and see how it blossoms. Then if after putting more time and focus on it, you still have the same passion and love for it, your heart and soul is in it, then only then start researching potential ways you can make money from it. When you do have one or two passions, hobbies or things you love to do, whatever you want to call them, you can move on to the research phase. Researching is time for you to learn the different ways you could use your passions or hobbies in a career. This is particularly important when you're multi-passionate. You may have many, many, many potential directions you could go in. So researching what would be best in a job or business will help you make the decision. Learn as much as you can so you can make an informed choice. Taking the photography example again, you could specialise in something like being a portrait photographer or a wedding photographer. 
You could have a blog about photography or write a book about photography. You could teach others particular techniques, freelance or have a podcast or a YouTube channel or a mix of one or more of all of those. Get into the detail, the nitty gritty, and only when you have good grounding, move on to experimenting. And experimenting is when you take your potential new career out for a test run. It's where you check to see if it really is something you can do long term. If you have a service-based idea, you can do this by getting work experience in that arena, shadowing people, freelancing, practicing with friends and family. If you have a physical product-based idea, then get in front of people, get feedback, see if there's an interest in it, in it before you think about making them on a larger scale. I get this will all take time, so utilise the weekend, consider using some of your holidays, drop down to part-time or take a sabbatical. All the time you use to experiment with your new career is really well spent. Now I know this can seem like a lot, that you just want to make a move and this is time consuming. Well, it can take as long or as short a time as you want, depending on how committed you are and how much time you have. But unless you can afford to take a leap and potentially find out later it was the wrong one, then really invest in this process. Then once you're sure, you can push the speed button and make it all happen as fast as you like. With 100% confidence, it's the right decision and the right direction. The bottom line is playing with your passions and hobbies, learning as much as you can about your potential paths and really investing in time to experiment will set you up for success and make the ride towards your ideal life far smoother. This is the most important part of the escape process. So learn from my mistakes and be clear up front about what you're getting into and whether it's really what you want. That's it for this episode, short and sweet today. But remember, you deserve to live your passion. So go for it. This is your time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast. 